And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. How in the heck did it get to be August already? I don't know, DC Matthews, that DC Matthews. My mouth is full of ammo crackers. And um I don't know, this summer is just flown away. You do the countdown. You know when the podcast is going to start because you start it. So sometimes you kind of have a rambling I suppose that's true. opening monologue, and I that's have time true. to eat an animal cracker or two. Uh-huh. But today you would jump straight into you know, prompting a response from me, DC Matthews. I'm sorry. I should have given you more time. Are it's these okay. are I these you. frosted animal crackers? OGs? Oh, no, these are just regular. I am snacking Cowfers. on. I am snacking on today salt and pepper uh, pistachios. Well, isn't our palate sophisticated? I don't have any animal crackers. <laughs> I tried the animal crackers from Trader Joe's mm-hmm. not that long ago. They're they're good. They're 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 they have a uh, very strong lemony flavor. That's a good a good sign if you like yeah. lemon. Yeah, um, they're just they're a little different, but I liked them. I'm realizing that my plan was to eat these pistachios and then drop the shells into the nearby trash can. But that's close to the microphone, so I probably should not do that. Uh, You know, I don't think anybody comes to the show for the excellent audio quality. They miss the days where I used to clip my nails on the air. That's what they miss. I mean, I guess I, 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 I probably could have said a more concise statement, which would have been, "Nobody comes to the show." We we have hit our eight year anniversary since we are in in August. Um, well, happy anniversary to you, sir, and to you, sir. Are are there enough listeners to warrant going for nine years? Hello, I don't think we're going for nine years off the strength of what our listenership warrants, sir. If that was the case, we would have done in my nine months. Yeah, we probably would have been done a long time ago. Wow. Uh, I was excited, not because it was the anniversary of Roddy Piper's passing eight years ago, but because that was that fateful day. And, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better person to uh, navigate these wacky podcast waters with. I mean, let's be honest. You probably could have asked for somebody better, but. I wouldn't have wanted anybody else. Would you have gotten someone better? No, that I don't know. No, God, no. No, no, no. So animal cracker. You should have asked. Uh, I think you should ask Brian. Animal. Brian. Brian, last name, female anatomy. Oh. No, I talked to him about doing some sort of history podcast. He wasn't in it. Man, some of these are really peppery. The first couple I had, I was like, I'm not getting the salt and pepper flavor. No, now I am. Is it perhaps building? It might be. Hmm. It might be. It might be. So how did you enjoy the end of your July? Are you looking forward to returning to that wonderful place at the end of the month? You know that I'm not. Just as I know you are not. No. No, no. Do you do you ever do you have do you ever have a time over the summer where it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go back. I'm ready. I think, yeah, I'm ready to get started. I hit a moment where I do, when I think about the students that I had, I miss them. Or if I think about a student that, if I happen to know some of the students I'm getting, I'm excited to work with them. I'll let you know when that happens. (laughs) Yeah. All right. But you're saying that is something that usually happens at I, some point. At no point do I'm like, yeah, I want to go back and do this again for another 188 days. But, you know, if I have a ch- if I can sit here in my comfortable chair with 
the ability to watch wrestling or play video games or record podcasts, and somebody's like, oh, would you rather go to work? The answer is always going to be no. No, I would rather sit here. If you could, you know, if somebody said, hey, do you want to go to work instead of hanging out with your two amazing dogs and your wonderful wife and your, you know, server of all those? The answer is clearly no, never. Yeah. I was just curious if I'm an anomaly. No. Or. No. I I think in most cases, I won't say all, but in most cases, no work is always better than work. I don't know. There's some people who really like their work, I think. I don't know who those people are. I don't trust those people. Me neither. If you're out there and you like your job, if you're one of the ones and ones of listeners that are listening to this show and you like your job and you're excited to wake up and come to work every day, email us and let us know what we're doing wrong because it's something. If you're Do something you, know, you love and you weren't worked a day in your life. I don't think that's true. I don't either, but, you know. No. You have wanted to be a professor for a very long time, but it's still work. Yeah, it still sucks. If you didn't have to do the email part, if literally all you had to do was go in, lecture, leave, would that be better? Yes. Would you want to go do it? No. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. If I could go in and, you know, teach the children, not have to do report cards, not have to go to meetings, not have to deal with the administrative BS, I still would have mornings where I'm like, I'd rather stay here. I mean, let's be honest, like as much as I enjoy recording this podcast with you and as much as I enjoy recording the Sound Scary podcast with GQ. Yeah. If somebody at this point told me we will pay you your salary to record podcasts. Well, I mean, I would do it. Yes. Yeah. But I think it would still feel like work. I was sitting in the other room, just got a chair for the bedroom. Um we're watching the Red Sox game, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, it's six oh five. I and it's Wednesday. I I should go. I should go get ready to uh, to record this delightful show. And I was excited to do it. I haven't seen you. I want to know what's going on with the pup. I want to know what's going on with Good the cover. sound scary the sound scary podcast. But I did have a moment of j- the idea of having having to do something. Uh-huh. Is it's the very problem. Off-putting, isn't it? It's the problem. Yeah. That's what I enjoy about the summer. We saw we had just gotten home and I was like, "All right, I'm going to sit in my chair and relax." And then my wife came in and she was like, "So the local Habitat for Humanity kind of furniture store has a chair similar to the one we've been talking about getting and they just posted it. It's just like it's new today." And I was like, "Oh, well, let's go. And we jumped up and went. And $160 later, it's in our house. But I like the ability. I did not have to go do that. I had the day free and chose to go do that. Right. How yeah. spontaneous are you and the wife? I know that with the pups, it probably complicates things. But I would, I would, not, I would not describe ourselves as particularly spontaneous, no. Do you ever just be like, let's get out of here today and just up and... Out? Not really. I mean, like to go do errands or something, sure. And yeah. maybe we don't necessarily have a clear destination in mind, but it's one of the usual haunts. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think we've had Oscar for a very long time, and he needs the meds twice a day. So it kind of limits our ability to just be like, let's take a day trip, let's do an overnighter. Let's. That really just never happens for us, I guess. That's fair. It's so great. You're not just like, hey, let's go to the beach. No, but I wouldn't do that even if I didn't have the dog. So, okay. I'd like to bring Oscar to a beach someday, though. I mean, I say that, but he would just be terrified. So I don't know if it's really worth it. Terrified because of the sand, the water, the whole thing. Uh huh. The sound of the ocean, I think, would make him very cowardly. How do you think Lenny would do? At the moment, he would be unfazed. Is he, is he in his bold stage? Yeah, but, you know, give him 10 years, and I'm sure it'll be the same way if we haven't ever brought him to a beach before. 
I think you should bring them both. Yeah, probably. Be a fun-filled excursion. Put them in little swimmies. Take them <laughs> out into the water. Has, has, Os- has Oscar ever swam? Has he ever been in Not water really. besides, I guess, we- a bath? Yeah, he has been in like, um, like a little stream before that he kind of walked through when he was young. Um, but he only went as far in as he could stand, which, as you know, is not very isn't much. Yeah, uh, he did not at any point try to doggy paddle or anything like that. So <gasps> that's fair. Not a swimmer. No. So what are you going to do with your last few weeks? Don't phrase it like that. Well, of not having to work. Sorry, I should have added that caveat. Don't phrase it like that either. No. I don't even want to think about going back there yet. Um, you know, I'll record this podcast. I've got a few more episodes of Sound Scurry we want to get through. Yeah, how many have you got in the hopper? We've got six done. So we want That's, to do four more. I like that this is happening. I'm excited. I think that's that's the right idea. Get them done while you can, while you got the extra time. The hope is to get two done tomorrow, but we'll see. Okay. We're definitely going to get through one. We'll see if we get through two. All right, is that the plan? You got to watch the two movies and then record the podcast? And Usually, yes. We're not going to watch the first one tomorrow. We have decided to watch it on our own. Um, I'm fine with it. It's not a movie I particularly love. Although I think I do need to watch it again, so I'll try to sit down after this and give it a go. Does that feel like work? Not usually. When GQ is around and we sit down and watch it together, no, it doesn't feel like work at all. When I have this idea that I have to go and watch it myself, yeah, yes, that feels yeah. like work. I have I have considered doing some sort of not even a watch along, but some sort of I watch, you know, the TNA pay-per-views and then I record like record a podcast talking about them. But the idea that I would have to watch them, I would hate it from the moment I agreed to do it. And what if you didn't have to watch it? What if you just talked for a while about something that you only vaguely sort of read about on Wikipedia? Think that could be a good show? Uh I think if you and I were talking about, if we decided we were going to go and review a show that we never saw, if we were like, we're going to go through episode by episode, the entire run (laughs) of Grey's Anatomy, having never watched the show. Yes. I think that would be a great show. (laughs) But yeah, no, because I've got, you know, I watch a lot of wrestling and I'm like, I could do a, you know, I'm going to do. I don't know, whatever it would be, the new Ring of Honor TV or whatever. And I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Eh. All right. Well, that's exciting stuff. Did you did you watch Collision from Hartford? No, no. You? I watched the Andrade, Buddy Matthews, no relation, ladder match that opened the show. Was it good? It was good. It had a yeah. couple of spots. They had they did a handcuff spot that was over and done in like two and a half minutes. And I was like, that seems short for what a handcuff spot should be. And then I thought about it more and I was like, actually that's kind of brilliant to do it and not have it be some elaborate 10 minute drawn out sort of thing. Um, I can see that. So, but no, it was good. I would reckon, you know, if you have the ability to watch Collision or if you have the ability to access Collision in whatever ways. But if you don't and, have the desire, though. Well, that's that's totally fine. Although, Anything else good happen, though? Although apparently they've uh, they've reserved the, the name. They've trademarked the name AEW Plus. So the assumption is that at some point there will be an AEW streaming service. Now, I assume that will be like the Peacock where you can't watch the weekly stuff. You'll have to go to TBS or TNT in order to do that, but they might put up the archive, which yeah, probably not, you know, but I I don't know. I I know that the, the elite have re-signed deals with AEW. 
their contracts were supposed to expire sometime in 2024 and people were speculating that they might go to WWE. And I was like, that is never going to happen. The Young Bucks would never want to go to the WWE, and I'm not sure that the WWE wants Generation Me. You know, so. yeah, I mean, if the WWE were in a different situation, like maybe they were, uh, you know, well before WrestleMania this year, maybe there could have been more to that. But now I don't think so. You're the executive vice president of AEW. You are not going to be an executive vice president in WWE. So unless the money is outrageous, I don't see a reason why you would go. Fair. But again, that's just that's just me. Money can be pretty good, though. Uh, apparently, Vince McMahon has been subpoenaed. Oh. Uh, that was the, you know, a couple of days ago, back on July 21st or so, uh, supposedly he was having spinal surgery. And so he was going to be not as active with the company recovering from spinal surgery. Uh, then we find out that on July 17th, so four days before the spinal surgery, he was apparently uh, subpoenaed. For what? Uh, let's see. Uh, recently served with a search warrant and subpoena issued by a federal grand jury um, related to a past inf- investigation into whether or not he paid hush money to employees. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but people are reminded of how in the 90s when he was going to trial, he had a neck brace because he had had surgery and people were like, oh, he's trying to show that he's, you know. He's building sympathy, and now he's got spinal surgery, and so he'll probably show up to this grand jury investigation in a wheelchair. And <laughs> I'm just like, you know, the, the man knows how to play the game. You have to give him credit for that. Is he a slime ball? Surely. Is he despicable? Quite possibly. Does he know how to play the game? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. What's new in Pupperland? How's, how's life with... How's life with Lenny? Well, I'm tired. I'm tired of, I'm tired. You're tired of him. You're just tired of the both of them. Just a general fatigue. General fatigue. He's wonderful when he's sweet and exhausting when he's not. So, so you know, that's just, um, the implication to that is the implication to that is that he's has not been sweet. Has it been a not so sweet time? It's on and off, right? Uh, he has his moments that are wonderful, and he's got a whole lot of time of being a terrible toddler. So it is what it is. I'm noticing we got a new email while we since we've been recording. Mrs. Manson, just the subject is exhausted. Hmm. Should should we go out of order and read this to tie in? If you want, go ahead. Dear friends, dearest friends. We've been deep into puppy life, working on house training Lenny and trying to instill a no biting and no fighting way of life around Manson Manor for both canines and humans, which begs the question, to whom are you biting? Oh, I'm biting the little one. I bite him back. When he bites you, you bite him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was feeling extra exhausted today and decided to browse the headlines. Talk of non-human entities, the planet warmer than ever, and our good buddy Vince McMahon in the news again. And I guess all things considered, I'll take raising a needy puppy over the other chaos. Hope everyone is doing well in the bestiverse. The truth is out there, Mrs. M. Cool. How's the how's the sleeping going? You getting up in the night? Uh-oh. Yeah. No, it's fine. Still getting up, but... That's to be expected. Little has, dog, Mrs. Little bladder. has Mrs. Manson started taking turns in the getting up, or is that still your department? Uh, it's still mostly my domain. Is she excited for you to go back to work? Probably. Is she is she sick of the you dropping her off and being like, have a good day, I'm going to go back to bed? Probably. Yeah. 
Not that I'm doing that, but I drop her off, but then I, I don't get to go back to bed because mm-hmm. I have a terrible monster here now. So is it hard doing being a single parent on those yeah, days? It is. It wouldn't be so bad with a single pup, but uh, with the two of them, it becomes problematic. Because the big one wants to go. He wants to go outside. He wants to go for a walk. The little one can't go for walks. He doesn't have all of his vaccines. He's got to stay relatively confined, you know. Um, and then you can't leave the little one unattended because he's going to get up to stuff. He's going to chew or pee or poop or whatever he's going to get into, right? So... You put him into a playpen or a crate, and then he starts screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling. And you go outside with the big one, and you're all the way down the block, and all you hear is screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling off in the distance because he's going on and on and on. I don't want to be in here. I want to be out there. I'm going to make myself sick because I'm going to want to be in here so much. You know, that kind of stuff. And would the would the are you trying to let him cry himself out? Is that the idea, or is it just just going to keep screaming and yelling. Well, he's going to scream and yell as long as he's in there. And as long as I'm outside, he's going to be in there. Can't leave unattended. Not trustworthy. When does he get the rest of the vaccines? Um, Last round is 16 weeks. So another six weeks, eight weeks for effectiveness to kick in. Then you can go to the beach. Then we go to the beach. Have you been able to do more yard work now that it hasn't been so warm or have you given up the ghost on that for the year? Hello. I can't tell if you can no longer hear me or you're just being quiet for some other reason. I think you're there again. Ah, hello. You were there the whole time. You were in super slow motion, and I had no idea what you were saying. Huh. I was asking if you have done any yard work since the weather has been better, or have you given up the ghost on that for the year? There's no ability for me to do that at this time. I might be able to do it on days that Mrs. Vance in his home, but not so much, really. Have GQ come over. So GQ comes over tomorrow, ready to watch the, you know, record these two podcasts. And you go, actually, I need you to stay inside with the pups. I'm going to go outside and spread some mulch I don't have. Or I'd rather watch the movies and record the podcast. Okay. I was just saying, at some point, you were really gung-ho about the yard work. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot done. I'll get more done later in the year. Okay. You'll go back to work and still have the energy to do yard work? I probably will, yeah. Good for you. Once the dog is more under wraps and he's trustworthy and things like that, um, I'll be able to go outside on weekends, evenings, and get stuff done. I put off planting the evergreens because I wanted to do it in the fall because it's got a better chance of surviving if you do it in cooler weather. So still have to source some, so that's going to be a thing as well, but we'll see. And if I can't do them this fall, I'll think I'm waiting until the spring. It's not a big deal. One thing at a time, DC Matthews. That be DC Matthews. I'm all. I am Mister Haughty. I am Mister One at a time. But I know you had before. Before we knew Lenny was imminent, and then arrived. You were big into motherfucker. Get over it. Okay. Man. Okay. I'm sorry. You seem upset about this. I was. I was just trying. Trying to be interested in your life and figure out where you're at. and it just sounds like you're judging me. I was just trying to figure it out. I Why don't have you a yard. Done? I don't have a yard. I had somebody oh, in here. you're gloating. I had somebody in here reversing my you know refrigerator door handles today. So. You ever get that patio door installed? The door is installed. The screen keeps falling out. And I think there's an issue with the the holder of it so we put it back in and then i went to open it today and it fell out again so that we'll have to, taken like a whole day like you thought it would or whatever uh it took a whole well it took a couple of hours and then they moved on and then i noticed that the carpet was bunching up because they hadn't done that so somebody else had to come over they knew it was happening and fix the carpet 
And then when they came to replace the refrigerator, we got a new refrigerator, they must have re-cocked the door because that smelled really bad for a while. And now the door only locks if you really push hard. Otherwise, it only kind of half locks. So I don't think this was incredible craftsmanship. But, yeah, it, it didn't take all day. And again, now we got to get the screen fixed, but that should be a quick thing. But It's more efficient than it was before? I think so. Good. I think so. And they replaced the blinds, and what else did we get? We got new blinds. We got a new refrigerator. There was something else. You ever Can't get remember. that light? Oh, a new ceiling replaced? fan. Uh, and this one did. Yeah, this one we got a new ceiling fan. I mean, the one that you with... broke that just had a bare bulb on it for, like, years. That, yes, we got a new one. So the 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 craft room has a... Uh, thing the bedroom does not the bedroom is still a bare bulb but we just never use that light okay well that's okay so, yeah whatever because i'm sure if i fixed it again i'd put be putting on a sweatshirt and i'd punch it i've broken two but like that because I, I didn't realize you'd broken two that way I didn't oh yeah broken the one i didn't know about no. the second. no i did the second one the exact same way and spilled the glass in the bed that was fun that was a good day was the missus in the bed no thankfully not all right <clears throat> but we, you know, I picked up all the pieces and she's like, well, yeah, now we should probably wash the sheets just to be sure. And I was like, I suppose that's a good idea. Mm. But, all right. okay. all right. but yes, I don't know. I I'm done. I'm tired of doing things. Now, granted, we're off for a family event this weekend. So we'll be, you know, what out things and about. Were, were you doing that you were tired now of doing? I don't know if you mentioned anything that you were doing. Um, we just got back from a two day conference. Um, the local or the state education union has their annual conference. We've gone a couple times. So we just spent the night at Foxwoods, which is a casino in, uh, in our fair state. So we were there going to that. So going to sessions on educating, you know, how, how to better serve your LGBTQ plus students and Don't planning send for them to Florida. No, I love that Texas, you know, the largest school district in Texas got taken over by the state because the test scores were bad and they've decided to replace the libraries with discipline centers. Great. And I was just like, yep, that's, that's what a school is, is a place where you can't go find books. Uh huh. And where you go uh, only for discipline. Yeah. I'm like, are you making them read the books or are you literally taking all of the books out? Because, but yeah, uh, you know, did a session on planning for retirement. There was one on financial success that we left halfway through because it wasn't really applicable to us. So, you know, that sort of the one just and, and we're prepping because my wife's going back after a year not working. She's going back in. So it's going to be rough. So. How much can we get done before that? How much prep can you do? So, are you, are you shopping for back to school clothes? Do you get new outfits? Do you get new shoes for the new school year? Had a thought of it. That's also been some. I just got another pair of shoes today. I got two, had to send one back. Um, Maybe I'll so. get a new pair of shoes, but. I'll how much get do the same shoes that I have? How much do do you pay for shoes? I mean, if I paid the price they want me to pay, probably like one hundred and eighty dollars. So, how much do you pay? I try to get things on sale, so sometimes sure. maybe they're as good as ninety dollars or one hundred five dollars. Mm-hmm. That actually makes me feel better because I paid one hundred and ten. I got two new pairs of sneakers, the same sneaker, one in blue, one in gray. And I paid 110 each for them. Yeah. And I, I assumed that was ex- extravagant because I have to special order seems shoes. seems like highway robbery, doesn't it? Uh, the, there were shoes I, were looking, I was looking at that were $189. Yeah. I've just, I have found what very well cushioned, excellently made shoes. Yeah. Um, and they charge out the nose for them. But that's all I want to wear. So. And how long do your shoes usually last? Yeah, I can usually get a year out of them. Okay. Yeah, because I have a pair 
because again, I have, I go for six E. So, you know, a wide shoe would be E, maybe double two E. I am six E and I am still bursting out the sides of them after a while. And so I just upgraded now the the shoe company I, I do business with just started having certain shoes in eight E. So I'm pretty sure those? that's what I have. I have two new pairs and I put it in and it's a weird feeling to not like, usually I put a shoe on and I can feel the shoe touching all sides, being able to put my foot in a shoe and feel like I have a little bit of wiggle room is a very strange feeling. I usually have huh. to get shoes a couple sizes longer than I need because I need that extra space. And so I was, a, you know, I'm usually an 11 and a half. And I was like, I'm actually probably more of a 10 and a half, 11, but now I might actually be able. So I actually have an 11 now and it fits very comfortably. But I hope uh, it works out for the whole well, life you, of the shoe. You, Lenny could kayak in these shoes they're gigantic excellent <laughs> what's what's do you put them on the scale in your house do you have like a kitchen scale you put them on or a bathroom scale no, to see how much we, he's grown we were at the vet last week though 4.3 pounds and he can scream that loud for something that small yes yes he can <laughs> Well, where do you want to go there, sir? We have reached that point where we, we've small chat, we small talked. We could go to the emails. You do look tired. We could go to the emails and have ourselves a, a, a briefer show. Uh, we could go to the video game realm. I could get up and grab the hypotheticals that are over there. What do you, what do you feel like? Any, anything we're missing here? Or do you want to talk about the latest indictment? Do you want to talk about SummerSlam? It's happening this weekend, apparently. Anything you're looking forward to? I got to pull up the card because, again, it snuck up on me. I anticipate SummerSlam being right before school starts, and it's going to be. Oh, it's August 5th. So it's. Oh, no. Yeah, that is the, that is this coming weekend. That is soon. Uh, let's see here. We've got. Oh, stop asking me for money, Wikipedia. Um, do you ever give money to Wikipedia? Yes. You do? Good no. for you. Oh. But I, I, I have thought about it, and I think I may I may soon, yeah. Uh, let's see. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. That is going to be excellent. I'm looking forward to that. I feel like... Uh, has that match been seen several times already? We saw Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Okay. I don't know that they've had a singles match. Um... I am weirdly looking forward to a Ronda Rousey match, which might be the first time I've ever said those words. Uh, she's taking on Shayna Baszler, and I think the two of them could probably have a match that is somewhat like MMA in nature, given their backgrounds. So I'm kind of interested in that. Uh, Asuka versus Charlotte versus Bianca should be very good, I would imagine. Roman versus Jey Uso, Sure. I have no interest in Logan Paul. Sorry, Ricochet. There's going to be a battle royal. You know how much we love battle royals. They're good. No, the Royal Rumble is good. A battle royal is stupid. Yeah. But I was trying to uh, be positive. I appreciate that. It'll be a good show. It'll, you know, uh, it'll be something to watch. I'm excited to know that uh WWE is doing another show in India. I think that's exciting. Anywhere but Saudi Arabia. So India is good. I'm glad they're getting international. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, you know, I, I've, I've been uh, watching my 2003 and uh, playing some WWA 2K23. But uh, yeah, otherwise I'm not. I'll watch. So I'll have SummerSlam on in the background. I'll say that. So, although I was going to mention, you know, GQ had sent me a message, good friend that he is, because I had a uh, epi recent episode of Joy of Booking that was recorded weeks ago. I was having some stomach trouble, so he was checking to see if I was feeling better, which I am. And again, he's a sweetheart for asking. And I almost wanted to suggest, hey, should we try to get Doc to host SummerSlam at his house. And I was like, I don't think he'd do it, but I, you know. 
You're coming, I do you, it. You would you would you would watch a WWE show? I mean, as much as I ever watch the wrestling when people come over. I all in is but coming you have to up. Put up with a pretty bitey puppy at this point. Hey. It would give you time to be able you might be able to actually take Oscar for a walk. All in, speaking of pay-per-views, is in August, August 27th. There are still no announced matches. We are less than a month away, and there is not an official match announced for this show. I but think they just that's fine. I it is, but they just keep bragging about how much uh how many tickets they've sold. And I'm like, there's a part of me that actually likes, you know. You're coming to see AEW. You're not coming to see a specific thing. But I don't know. You would think you would have some matches, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I mean, they and you know they will have matches. It'd be great if they didn't. Right? Oh, my God, that would be so <laughs> funny. We're actually going to do a talent show, everyone. Just Renee Young talking to the house very awkwardly <laughs> for three hours. Where are you from? England. Oh, okay. Where are you from? Never been there England. Before. Oh, very cool. Where are you from? Listen, lady. <laughs> We're all yes. from England. <laughs> oh, cool. I like Star Trek IV, The Undiscovered Country. There were whales in that. Remember Star Trek IV? Anyone? Spock walking down the streets of Los Angeles? Anyone? Okay. <laughs> it's just, I'm tired, too. You're not yeah, the I only one that's tired. I hear you. All right, let's go to our emails then. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Uh, the first one, we read Mrs. Manson's already. The first one comes from Nate. More of the same, but different. Good morning, Doc in DC. Quick wrestling thoughts. Last week's collision was very good. I really enjoyed Buddy versus Andrade. I hope now we get Andrade versus Malachi at All In or All Out. Still crazy that there's been zero matches announced for All In. SummerSlam is this Saturday, and I changed my plan so I can watch it live. I don't know if this makes me a bad fan, but the only match I'm really excited for is Logan versus Ricochet. Rest should be good, but like I've said, rematches and nothing I care about. Doc, what are your thoughts on the Saw franchise? And you have interest in the new movie. It's odd, just like Don't Breathe 2, they're making the bad guy the protagonist. DC, have you gotten to see... Ellie De La Cruz. Ellie De La Cruz play it all. What do you think of his style and the talking heads saying him making baseball more fun is bad for the sport? Saw Barbie again and loved it. Hope you both had a super week. Cheers, your bestie Nate. What do you think about Saw there? Um, I think the first Saw is excellent. It's just an excellent horror movie in its own right. And I think is good. I think the second one is a really good sequel. I think the second one really amps things up and makes it a little more... And not that the first one wasn't, but I think the second one amps it up suitably and there's some real memorable, gross stuff in there. I think the second one works really, really, really well. And then the third one, if I recall, I'm trying to remember which one that is, but I think the third one's okay. I think the third one is okay, and if they had ended the franchise there, they would have had a nice, tight little trilogy of films. Um, And they clearly, and I'm actually not sure if it's the third one, but they clearly had a a story in mind for Jigsaw, and they wrapped it up at the end of one of the films. I think it's the third one. And then in the next movie, they introduce new elements. Um, But and I guess this is spoilers for a franchise that's been dormant even for quite some time now. Um, Jigsaw's dead. Jigsaw dies in the third one. The problem is he was an excellent character, and in fact, it's his character that makes those movies work because he has um, this motivation that's almost sort of understand. Again, all great villains thinks they are doing the right thing, right? They're the hero his, of their own story. There's something about his philosophy of what he's doing and why he's doing it that makes those movies interesting. Um, and then so having to have then eight you know, movies or five additional movies where you're just trying to find ways to shoehorn in videotapes of this guy who's already dead or flashbacks of this guy who's already dead 
and then actually have live people carrying out his work who are in no way anywhere near as interesting as the man himself was um, kind of makes the rest of those movies lackluster. I do think some of those later movies are okay, enjoyable even. Maybe, I'm trying to remember which one had like the, I forget, it was like, it was like this one trap with like this, I want to say it was like a, sh- like a merry-go-round that people were strapped to with a shotgun. Like, I think that was the one with the insurance people. I think that was maybe part six. I don't know. That one I like, but like, I don't, yeah, I think those first three are pretty good. I just wish that they hadn't written themselves into a corner because the rest of the series really suffered. Uh, as a result, and I, I don't think the rest of it's really that good. Um, and so I'm happy to see that this new movie is actually a prequel, and it's taking place when um, Jigsaw is still alive, which is all well and good, because I do think he's the best part of those movies. However, I have a problem with flashbacks in a lot of fiction, because it makes it very difficult to be invested in a story when you already know eventually where this is going right sure you you know where jigsaw dies right Mm -hmm. so that means you have severely limited what the story they're telling in this movie can possibly be yep um and that always really bothers me because again it's sort of like writing yourself into a corner and it limits where the story can go in ways that aren't compatible with my brain it hurts my ability to enjoy um, so I'm not really that excited for the new film, but I do think at least they've made some smart moves and seemingly making it about the thing that's actually interesting. Um, to sort of go on to what Nate says here about making the bad guy the protagonist, yeah, there were hints of that kind of even in some of the other ones. And again, he always thought he was, you know, in his own sick, twisted logic, thought he was doing the right thing. So... I get it. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see how it plays out. Um, Don't Breathe 2 was really weird, though. You're right about that. Don't Breathe 1 is a really good movie. And it's kind of... Some of the things that that character, the blind man, does in that film are gross, sick, deplorable, and, dare I say, un... or irredeemable, right? It's not unredeemable. It's irredeemable, right? Um, So to make him this sort of pseudo good guy in the second one really did not sit well with me. I think the second one's a fine movie, but you kind of have to imagine it's a different character because part of the stuff in the first movie just is incompatible with cheering for this guy. As far as I'm concerned, um, Turkey baster. If you've seen it, you know what I mean? Incompatible. Uh, I was, I was going to look it up. Now I don't know that I want to. You don't. You, you don't okay. to. Okay, let me close that tab. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think because there are certain movie franchises that, well, actually, I don't know. Is there a movie franchise, a horror movie franchise, where you enjoy, not equally, obviously, but you still like all of the sequels? Like you talked about Saw, had they ended Saw after the third movie, that would have been great, but they kept going. And as much as we like Jason X, I don't know that you've liked every single one of the Jason movies or the Halloween movies. Jason gets really close. Um, Part five is bad. And part, I don't, I don't like part eight. The last Mm -hmm. 20 minutes of part eight. Jason takes Manhattan are great. Once he actually gets to Manhattan, that's great. But the whole first hour and 10 minutes of that movie are him on a fucking boat and it's boring as shit. <laughs> um, and the fifth one, spoilers, I guess. The fifth one does not even have Jason in it. Um, Jason dies in part four, the final chapter, and he's not resurrected as a zombie until part six. Um, part five is not a good movie at all. Um, but yeah. mostly. I would say I mostly enjoy all the, and I'm not counting the remake. The remake is garbage as well. Um, but I, I mostly think the Jason movies are all pretty good. And I, I do think six, seven, oh, geez, nine is terrible too. Six, seven, and 10, though, 
really do justify, I think, the existence of the second half of that series. And okay. I mean, I, I and also I will say, A Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, is pretty strong throughout. I think part six, you could argue, is a little bit boring, but they take Freddy to such a comic book heightened level in that one because it's the sort of peak of Freddy being this larger than life sort of one-liner character that I think it gets a pass mm-hmm. ultimately. And Seven is excellent and Freddy versus Jason is excellent. So I think that franchise also mostly pulls it off. Yeah, I don't think I don't think two is great. I don't think five is great, but I do think both of those movies are at least good. So, so okay. yeah, there are some. There are some. All right. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, Doc, is, I believe, the shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds. He was there, one of their top prospects, and he got called up. Now, I have a coworker who is a diehard Cincinnati Reds fan, so I pay attention to that team for her. Um, and he is very good. He's a tall guy, but he's wicked fast. He's got a lot of power. I don't... <clears throat> I struggle with anything where they're talking about it's bad for the sport. Uh, Chip and I used to go back and forth on how, you know, defensive shifts in baseball were bad for the sport. I don't necessarily think that's true. They've now changed the rules. Maybe it's helped. Maybe it hasn't. This kid coming up and stealing bases and, you know, being having fun and making the people of Cincinnati enjoy their baseball team more, I don't think is a bad thing. I haven't gotten to see a lot of him, but I've seen some of his highlights and he is entertaining. So, what is causing him to be entertaining? Is he doing little TikTok dances or something? I don't think he's doing Not that I've seen. It's the, you know, so he's on second base and somebody hits uh, a sacrifice fly. So a ball goes into the outfield. The idea is from the moment the person catches it, he can run to the next base and you move the base runner over, which means it's more likely than they'll score. He hits a sacrifice fly. He takes third and keeps going and runs and, you know, barely makes it in to home and scores the run. He ran safe. His third base coach tried to stop him. He ignored it. So you're, you know, you're trying to do these exciting things, not necessarily playing smart baseball. But playing fun baseball. But playing fun baseball. And baseball needs to be fun. We played a lot of smart baseball, which was all the analytics and the money ball and the doing the defensive shifts. If David Ortiz is going to keep hitting balls in between first and second, let's put 17 people in between first and second so he can't hit any balls there. Um, So I think baseball should be fun. And so if Cincinnati is having fun with this guy, I think that's a good thing. So those are my thoughts. Thank you, Nate. Glad you enjoyed Barbie. Our final email of the week comes from Glenn. It's a gimmick. Hi, guys. We're going to be doing a top 10 worst wrestling gimmicks on AWIP. And as I was thinking about my picks, I thought I'd ask you your top three worst gimmicks of all time. Glad to say things have settled down here now. Hope everyone is doing well. Thanks, as always. Glenn, double N, period. Glad to hear things are settling down. Uh, See, the problem is what many people would consider to be the worst gimmicks, and I'm sure you're Googling it, um, that's exactly we what lo- I'm doing. Because I think if I look, at we this love of the worst gimmicks. It's going to be we love them. We love. We love Mantar. People are going to think that's the worst gimmick, but we love Mantar. I love the giant Gonzalez. That's one of the worst gimmicks of all time, but I love it. The, the GameSpot list, GameSpot.com has a list. Their number one worst gimmick is Mantar. They can go fuck themselves. That's exactly it. Number two is Shockmaster. They can go fuck themselves. That's it. That's one of the greatest moments. Number three, Super Shockmaster. I admittedly have no idea what that is. Me either. Fred Ottman put on a luchador mask with part of his top <laughs> cut out so his hair could come out. And Lightning Bolt attire and claimed to be the Shockmaster's nephew, Super Shockmaster. 
I yeah. All right. I, I'm Dan looking Rock at Ble- Mountain. I'm okay with that. Max Moon, love it. Okay, Mexicools was kind of insulting. Yeah, I'm looking at Bleacher Report, and they're going in reverse order. So it's the top forty. So the number forty one, the Mountie, great. Yeah. Rosie, the superhero in training, love it. That that was funny. Papa Shango's on this list. Incorrect. Go to hell. Repo Man, love it. Go to hell. The Berserker, go to hell. Yeah. Nails, I didn't love nails. It's not a bad gimmick necessarily, but it wasn't. What do you think about the Spirit Squad? I hated them at the time, but I think, I think they did their jobs. So, I, I, I am more upset with the Mexicools than I am with the Spirit Squad. Yeah. Yeah, Disco Inferno's on this list, which was not a bad gimmick. It's just that Glenn Gilberti's an ass. So that's the problem. How about Heidenreich? Seven? Get bent. Heidenreich's great. The seven gimmick was stupid, but they knew it was stupid, and so he broke character immediately. Remember Black Rain? I'm excited. I'm watching TNA. I'm excited for the Black Rain and Relic era. I forgot how good Abyss was. I'm loving Abyss. Is it wrong that I was I'm kind of offended by the Mexicools, but I love Kerwin White. <laughs> that had to be that was so, that had to be tongue in cheek. Like the, you could not. Well, yeah. What do you think of the gobbledygooker? I think that's dumb, but innocuous. The kiss demon was dumb. I don't remember the, the, the kick. That was WCW. So they, you know, they had a. Let's see what do they say. Struck Eric Bischoff struck a deal with the band Kiss to create a wrestler based on the theme of the rock band. The result was the Kiss the demon. Slow motion demon. Oh, okay. Let me know when I'm back. I'm in slow motion. Am I still in slow motion? I'll assume so because you haven't said anything. I'm in there slow motion. There you are. You're back. Congratulations. All right. Uh, in 99, Eric Bischoff struck a deal with the band Kiss to create a wrestler. The result was the Chris Kiss Demon. They were going to be a stable of wrestlers, each m- being one of the members of Kiss. The Kiss Demon was supposed to be Gene Simmons. It was, it was stupid. But number four is Mr. America. I think it's great because of how stupid that is. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about Muhammad Hassan being in poor taste? Maybe. Perhaps. But, yeah. The the problem with the worst gimmicks, Glenn, is we're going to like them. Our definition of the worst gimmick are going to be the wrestlers that we don't actually like or the black holes of charisma. What if... But I guess kind of going along with the Mexicools... I have nothing wrong with the Mexicools themselves. I just don't think that's a good gimmick for them. So taking like that approach, yeah. like Friar Ferguson was a bad gimmick for Bastion Booger. Knowing that he could be Bastion Booger, why would you ever sure. make him anything else? Is Virgil a bad character? Yeah, probably. That's it. I'm like, the, the worst characters for me are the ones that are in poor taste. Taking Tony Atlas... Taking Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, former WWF tag team champion, and making him be Saba Simba. Although, having said that, I love Kamala. So, yeah. that's, a, that's going to be a tough one. You know, I, I'll be interested to, to hear what their list is, because I'm sure they're going to pick things that we just adore. I'm still also so. I'm now flipping through this Bleacher Report list. I still love Eugene. Yeah, you know, that's the 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 Eugene Festus Evad Sullivan characters are tricky. They did some great stuff with that. That that Eugene William Regal training segment is one of my run with Eugene. Of course, I haven't seen it in years, but I feel like I'm getting to that point. Good. Him Mm -hmm. hanging around in the same character for three additional years. Mm. Not so good. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Thank you to Glenn and Nate and Mrs. Manson. Dr. Manson, 
What is your piece of positivity? Oh, man. Um, my piece of positivity this week. Oh, God, he's exhausting, but I'll give it to Lenny again. He is sweet when he's sweet. And not quite like little puppy cuddles, little puppy kisses, little puppy nuzzles. Oh, his belly is so soft. He's got right down barely any hair. It's just soft little puppy skin. Oh, it's soft and it's so smoochable. Oh, he's lovely. He's also a right jerk sometimes, but but that's all right. It's worth it in the end. I just wish he would uh, have some. The thing I'm like I'm struggling the most with Lenny is he is having now I, I would say more difficulty house training um, than we ever had with Oscar, mm -hmm. and I think that's because there's too many distractions compared to when we had Oscar. When we had Oscar, we lived in a condo where there was. Basically, he was confined to the one level, right? Yeah. And you could see the entirety of the condo from one end to the other. It was just two rooms, essentially, on that level. There was no ability for him to really go out of sight. Here, yes, he's confined to one level, but there's four, five kind of rooms where he can go and be out of sight lines. And then he also has... Oscar and so he gets distracted he plays 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 runs 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 bites 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 and then suddenly oh geez I had to really go really really bad 10 seconds ago and now it's just happening he's not even like yep. he's not even it's, doesn't, it's like he doesn't even have the ability to signal because he is so distracted by everything that he has available to him mm -hmm. and that's been a little frustrating but very much like children, by the way. Yeah. Very much like, oh yeah, same sort of, same sort of thing. They are, you know, kids are distracted. They're not thinking about it. And all of a sudden it's so urgent that it's happening. They can't wait. Yeah. 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 So, same but yeah, but you know, even with all that, he's is still quite lovely when he's lovely. So I can't complain. I am glad. I am glad. I am glad. My piece of positivity, I, got a, I had a couple options for narrowing things down. I think I got to go with the idea that if we play our cards right, and if things keep going as they've, they're going, I've reached the halfway point of my education, of my, my working career. The idea, I went into this retirement seminar and the question I had was, would it be possible to retire at 55? Would it be possible to, to get to about 30, 31 years in the education system and be done? And the answer to the question is, yes, insurance will be ridiculously expensive, but yes. Now, I don't know. They may move the retirement age up. They may change all sorts of things. I made this might this might be me just living in my pie in the sky dreamland. But I feel really good at the notion that I might be halfway done. Like I've worked for 16, 17 years. If I can do another 15, 16 years and then be done, that'd be pretty lovely. Do you, do you do you have a retirement goal in mind? Up oh, now you're in slow motion. Am I? Up oh, there you are. No, not anymore. Do you have a retirement goal in mind? I mean, I'd like to retire someday. Are you are you uh, making strong plans to that end, or I don't not know, so man. Much? I feel like. I was in school for so long and I missed so many years early on where I could be accumulating. I just feel like I'm way behind the eight ball on that stuff. That's a fair, so. that's a fair point. I did not consider that, but yeah, I could see where yeah. you would come. I hope that's not the case for you, but I could see where you might feel that way. 
Yeah, so you know, I'm trying to make contributions and things like that, but I don't think I'm 15 years away from retirement. Well, by then you'll be, you know, tenured professor emeritus. Uh, and just given that I'm not on a tenure track, that would be impossible. You will be. You will be. You will be. These are you're in the stepping stone stage. You you will be. Maybe it won't be at your current university, but maybe there'll be, be some the current university. And I'm not ever going to work anywhere else. So you might some small, you know. You'll be in northern New Hampshire, some small liberal arts college. You're the entire science program. Got your pipe and your tweed jacket and big bushy beard. I I can see it. All right. Well, you've convinced me. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, friends, for joining us us on this fun-filled August episode. I hope you enjoy SummerSlam if you are choosing to partake. I hope you enjoy whatever else you are doing as long as you're not hurting anyone as if you're whatever you're choosing to partake in. Doc Manson, anything else you would like to say before we head out into that good night? Send us an email. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com And if you find yourself a little flush with cash, head over to Patreon.com forward slash DDTWrestling it helps us keep the lights on, pays for our hosting, and we greatly appreciate your support. Should we add a new retirement, or should we add a new tier to <laughs> Patreon, help Doc retire? <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. For, for $750 a month, you'll get postcards from Doc when he retires. All right. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a heck of a week. Until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?